Good morning. Boy, are we following some fun and love and family today. I know. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good morning. Well, welcome everybody to Rotary Wellness Wednesday. My name is Paul Dumang. I'm your co-host along with the lovely Dr. Marilyn Braithwaite Hall. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, listening audience. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'm not as good as Addie, but I'm good. You know, he's, he's all those little mushy songs for his daughter and everything. It was so, sweet love. It was, it was good. Beautiful, it was man. a beautiful thing. Indeed, indeed. He feels deceived because nobody told him. Oh, but that's, uh, okay. that's, the, that's best the fun, right? That's the, that's that's the, the good secret. Stuff. That's the good stuff. Where do you think she's staying, Addie? Of course we know. <laughs> but anyway, what a pleasure being here with you folks today, which is going to end up being our last show for about six weeks. Oh Don't worry, we'll be back. <laughs> but we've decided time. to kind of just circle our wagons uh, and get, time get for some a breaths. Little, little and, pause time. Yeah, family time. Family which time. Takes a little extra energy. Indeed, indeed, <laughs> um, indeed. Some traveling and all good things. All that good but stuff. Uh, yes. We're yes. excited to be here today. And mm. I'd like to start out by welcoming, I'm welcoming, or thanking mm. our sponsors, which is the Community Foundation of the Virgin Islands and also Rotary District 72. 20s disaster relief fund um, for their kind support and thinking that we were worthy of their funds mm. and hopefully we're continuing to help everybody out there in our listening audience uh, as we too have grown indeed quite a bit good morning out there to the listening audience welcome you know how we do this is your midweek stress release a pause time that we try to provide some information some inspiration we hope some skill building and we always take the time to do our collective breathing pause so thank you so much for joining us we are at 60 plus something something shows yeah and, let's uh, call it 65 that's right and, that's, uh, that's a nice round number a nice number and uh so grateful for those of you who are long-term listeners thank you so much for being on this journey with us uh and uh it is no um accident that you continue to um listen in even after all that joy and love from the morning show with dr Addie <laughs> and daughter angie it was really yeah. very wonderful but thank you for continuing on to join us for those of you listening across time zones uh through the web throughout the caribbean region and for those of you perhaps joining us for the first time we we welcome you uh with a heartfelt thank you that you continue to to move forward in this welcome and um, you are welcomed as we move forward in this recovery and wellness yeah, journey absolutely indeed indeed and you know it's funny at uh, that time of year it uh once Nels uh, shows up with the Paradise Playing Jam crew, and now he's, whoever told him he could uh, rap, a rapper now. I mean, come on, <laughs> uh, he did it as a spoof, and now it's part of Look his deal, that. but that. uh, it's that time of the year, but it is, it feels like it's the official start mm -hmm. of season when they show up, mm -hmm. uh, personally, we're, we're very grateful, we've got uh, a team staying with us, and, and uh, awesome. lots of boat trips and stuff, is mm -hmm. what we do, you know, it's funny, he's, this is their 20th anniversary, 20 years, We've sponsored them for only 19 of those years, wow. and um, 
what a great experience. We put these big oversized kids out on a, on a boat and they go snorkeling. And awesome. uh, sometimes we can get fins that fit them. And sometimes we just <laughs> look down and say, you don't need fins, mm. just kick and you'll be fine. But uh, what a great experience because you see them on the courts and they're just amazing athletes. And yes. then you see them in the water oh. and sometimes it's a first experience. Well, so, that's really awesome. Know. And there's such energy that comes when all the teams and it's, um, you know, such a diverse group. And these are powerhouse teams coming from all oh, over. Oh, my goodness, the yes. States. We're talking one and two ranked folks. This yeah. is not, no. you know, this is a big deal. And As so, he says, mm-hmm. all the, the, the road to the championship comes through paradise. There and you it go. Does. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, what do we have, five ranked teams yeah, here? So for the awesome. women's in, in particular, That's it's right. definitely one of the top few tournaments in our nation. Yes, so, yeah, let's enjoy it's it and support. Yes. Show up and let's have some fun. Indeed. I want to give a few uh, shout-outs and, uh, and then provide as much time for us to have uh, um, an important and different kind of conversation this morning. Uh, but nevertheless, want to acknowledge that um, actually yesterday was International Men's Day and there was an activity that took place in the Albert Sheen campus, uh, St. Croix at UVI. There's a nice picture on the front page of um, the Daily News with all these young oh, men. So contemplating, what does it mean to be male? What does it mean to be a Ooh, man, to grow up and yeah. and to um, to hold uh, some positiveness around what it means to to live in that place of manhood, of maleness, in a very complicated world with gender norms and all of that. And so just want to acknowledge that. It was yeah. actually uh, began in 1999 in Trinidad by Jerome uh, Tiluxing. I be- hope I'm pronouncing that properly. And it's typically observed every year on the 19th of November. And it strives to bring attention to the importance of positive male role models men's well-being and to improve gender relations and promote gender equality. And it's interesting, I was thinking about it because Eddie had uh, done an interview with uh, the Maduros we had last week, the district governor, and so to have a conversation about their marriage and their journey and supporting one another over 40 plus years as both their careers and community involvement has grown. And so this notion of what does it mean for uh, partnered individuals to promote and support one another. Yeah, I liked his response to that. That was actually very good. It was very, very beautiful. Forgive, listen. Yeah, it was. All all good, positive. Very, uh, very powerful. Um, Also want to send out condolences to the Colwood family at the passing of uh, Richard Colwood Jr., um, uh, his wife, uh, Dr. Gloria Colwood, they've been married for 57 years, oh was by his side, and uh, um, she has been just an incredible inspiration, as many have witnessed her support and love her husband through a very, very long-term illness. I had the pleasure of working with Dr. Colwood when I was working on a research project around intimate partner violence, and she's done incredible work. Uh, she's a nurse by training, and so many know her, and love her, very kind-hearted person, very involved in the uh, East End uh, Clinic, and just a um, long-term individual who's mentored many nurses and faculty member, junior faculty, and just all of that. So nice. know that we are sending uh, our condolences yeah. and love out to the Callwood family. Of course, we also lost Judge Myers uh, yes, this I've, time, long, yes. long-time judge, mm-hmm. and uh, so as well. Yes, um, so yeah. I want to acknowledge that in the, in the midst of the season of uh, giving thanks and family coming together, Absolutely. celebrating, it's, uh, it's all of that. And so, as Paul acknowledged, we will be winding down uh, for this holiday time and season and taking a pause and a break and look to be back with you in 2020 with live shows and in the meantime you know there's a way in which you continue to listen to us paul right yes there is Mm -hmm. 
podcasts. Mm -hmm. Really simple, folks. On your phone, on your laptop, on your computers. You can just literally type into a search engine, mm -hmm. Rotary Wellness Wednesdays with an S, and you will find approximately 25 hours of our shows out there. Mm. Um, a little brief... Uh, information about us mm -hmm. or if you own a iphone yes. there's a little purple icon which is just uh the podcast icon mm -hmm. touch it and do the same thing just type it in and you will see our smiley faces there and it gives you just an opportunity to see the subjects that you like um things that you may find interesting maybe a show you missed or something right so i appreciate the support out there and we'll continue to grow those and, and get more out there for you Fabulous. So um, let us uh, have some time that we do our collective breathing pause moment as we um, hold fast in the season of Thanksgiving, this time of intentional gratitude. Uh, just really grateful for all of you who are joining and listening in in this moment. I consider it just a personal honor and privilege to have been invited to into your listening ear, into your hearts and spirits and in your minds as we have put forward 60-something shows all with the aim of wellness and recovery. And so wherever you are in your own wellness journey in this moment, don't you acknowledge the, the path, the places, the peaks and the valleys. But nevertheless, here we are together in this moment. So you know how we do. Feet on the floor, please. Backs up against the chair. Find yourself in a comfortable position. You can put your uh, hands on your thighs, palms up if you feel so inclined, if you are driving. <clears throat> do be mindful and uh, do stay alert, but allow yourself even to be more centered in this moment. Those of you at work, in the salon, at home, doing chores, out and about. Here's a moment that you can be intentional about caring in the deep places. So, as you know, after all these many shows, we always breathe in through our nose. So here we go, nice deep breath in. Hold for three, two, one, and exhale. Nice deep breath in. And hold. Beautiful. And exhale. Nice deep breath in. Hold four, three, two, one, and exhale. Now continue with that rhythm on your own. Breathing in, holding, and exhaling. Know always that we want to exhale more so that you can get out any toxicity, any negativity, a carbon monoxide, anything inside that needs to be released. So you want to be able to exhale more than you inhale. And as you continue on that rhythm for yourself, I want you to hold fast in this gift of the season of gratitude. And we just talked about International Men's Day. So as you breathe in and breathe out, I'd like to invite and ask you to hold in your heart and in your spirit important men in your life, men who have provided guidance and wisdom and love and support and caretaking and provision in positive and supportive ways. We're lifting up in this time with thanksgiving the gratitude of those men in our lives who have been present and have imparted and dropped something important that you can hold dear even in this moment. So as we breathe in and hold and exhale, just hold and give thanks for the gift of men who have made a difference and continue to manifest their gift in your life. Nice deep breath in. Hold for four, three, 
two, one, and exhale. Great. Nice. Thank you. And it's not Father's Day. It's International Men's Day. And so yeah. it's important to acknowledge uh, yeah. the, um, the men that are that we hold in our hearts and spirits. Uh, well, I, ironically, uh, yesterday was the seventh anniversary of the passing of my father. Oh, so, wow. Uh, that was where my thoughts went. So wow, thank well, you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never know, right, in a moment what's connected to it. Ah, so listening audience, um, brings me great pleasure to invite on air, actually a guest that we have had on before, uh, at the time Paul was traveling, I believe, and so um, we were just solo hanging in the studio, and yeah. so now it is a, makes a it exciting pleasure for me. to invite um, into the studio Dr. Namaya Saipan from the Center for Sacred Dialogue. We had her on before, and so let me give you just a very brief, brief bio. She has a Master's of Science degree in Classical Acupuncture and Plant Medicine at the Academy of Traditional Chinese Culture and Health Sciences in Oakland, California. She has a PhD in East-West Psychology in SOAS, which is located in London in United Kingdom. She has a Master of Arts degree in Clinical Psychology from Antioch University in San Francisco. And she's been, um, has done independent research on the Maasai in Nairobi University in Kenya and a Bachelor of Arts degree in Psychology from BU, uh, Boston University in Boston, Mass. She has a wide range of professional experiences. She's taught healing arts in California, in private practice all around the world, and now uh, for quite some time, the last uh, seven or so years, and she will clarify that, here in St. Thomas. She's provided workshops and seminars here in St. Thomas from the Law Enforcement Planning Commission, Virgin Islands Perinatal Clinic, and she has taught uh, psychology in San Francisco, uh, depth psychology, uh, young and shamanistic shamanism in the graduate uh, department. She is an international trainer and workshop facilitator. And for our conversation today, we're going to explore the topic of sexual vitality and wellness. And before we begin, it's important for me to acknowledge that uh, at times there are topics that can be challenging for individuals based on our own history and beliefs. And so it's not one that we often hear in morning radio. But uh, for those of you who have been listening over many, many shows, know that all of our guests, we open up conversations and topics that are always of meaning and of value and uh, provide information and uh, expansion in our minds and our spirits. And so I ask that you would hold that in the same way yeah. as we explore this conversation for something that is essential to the lifeblood of all of us as human yeah, beings. Well and said. So, um, well said. So I am... Um, We're expanding, aren't we? You know? Yes. we, we, we got to leave them a little something, we something as we... You know, wrap up for six weeks. And We've so tiptoed around a lot of things, it's, it's but um, life is what we talk about. Absolutely. And, so here we are. and it's part of the essence of who we are and uh, the essence of life. And yes. so uh, so it is my pleasure, really, to, yeah, uh, what a pleasure. to be able to have uh, this conversation. So I will let you uh, yeah. uh, begin the journey. Well, welcome. I'm so glad to be here this time with you <laughs> visiting. And uh, I didn't realize the Bay Area connection, as my wife is uh, born and raised from San Francisco, and I lived out there. So nice to have you in studio today. Uh, what we love to ask all of our visiting uh, guests are, uh, what does wellness mean to you? And then in your life and in your clearly uh, amazing path to, of it so far, um, how do you uh, maintain wellness and, and practice it in your daily life? 
Uh, first, I want to thank you both for having me back, <laughs> having me back here. Um, and, uh, yeah, this topic is uh, very challenging. It's also a very exciting mm -hmm. and passionate to uh, topic that we all need to embrace. Like Dr. Hall says, you know, being a human being, we can't avoid the topic of sexual vitality, sexual health. Mm -hmm. So for me, wellness is multifaceted and multidimensional. It encompasses mind, body, and spirit. It encompasses me um, being on a journey for many years, starting with the Maasai people when I was 25, mm. and um, learning psychology from a Western perspective and then living with the Maasai, having that kind of flipped on me. Uh, <laughs> Can't to, even imagine. To be more holistic, mm. more earth-based, more spiritual, more cultural. Mm. So wellness for me is about... Um, making sure my spirit, in terms of my spiritual practices, are intact, are vibrant, are daily, making sure my psychology, my mind, um, my emotions are healthy, mm. and making sure that um, mind, body, spirit, my physical body, that I am exercising, that I am getting acupuncture, Chinese medicine, um, getting massage. Massages are very important. And... Um, because the subject is on sexual vitality uh, this morning, making sure that that also is in balance mm. and that uh, there's a healthy outlet for that. Mm. I work with a lot of men and women uh, teaching them the wisdom traditions of um, sexual vitality because, unfortunately, there's a lot of pathologies around uh, sex. Mm. Mm. Well, you, it's ironic that you, uh, as we talk about this subject, that... You, you talked about a few things like massage. So, I mean, it's the very essence of the beginning is what? Touch, right? Because mm -hmm. that's also something us who live in the Caribbean, as long as we've all had, that uh, that's part of it too. You know, there are some people that it, it's that basic that they don't even like touch. So this is a great, great subject, and we appreciate you um, sharing it with us. And, and your experiences are amazing. I, I mean, I can't even imagine... Uh, I mean, I hope you're writing a book and, and so I could get one someday. I, I want to acknowledge and thank you so much for that frame. You know, how yeah. we frame and enter in the conversation is part of what helps to uh, create the, the centering and the safety. And again, I want to acknowledge that um, this is not a typical subject for a, uh, a morning show. And I know that subjects oftentimes like money, religion, politics, and certainly sex stir something up in all of us, right? And it's often those things that we um, feel sort of eggshell-ish around or you feel really, you know, I'm going to push back against your opinion, what have you. But uh, mm -hmm seemed appropriate to explore this topic around sexual vitality in the midst of wellness. How can we talk about recovery and wellness as who we are as individuals, who we are as Caribbean people and individuals on the planet without um, exploring this? And so, um, so I'm very, I just want to acknowledge that and, and put that out there. And for anyone out in the listening audience, perhaps if the conversation veers into places inside of yourself that, um, that creates some vulnerability, notice that. And that's part of uh, hopefully the journey that, uh, that we have all been on and to, and yeah. to note why. Good point. And to note why. Um, so yeah. let's begin the conversation. So uh, Dr. Namaya, why is it so hard for us to talk about sex, let alone sexual vitality? I think it's hard because of um, what I've experienced 
in my personal life as well as with my patients or my students, a lot of um, religious dogma um, and conservatism prevents us from really understanding uh, this very important subject matter Mm -hmm. uh, because people have a very limited um, scope of what sex is. Mm -hmm. And healthy sexual expression or sexual vitality really begins in the mind. Mm. And it's also about intimacy. Mm -hmm. And like Paul just said that, you know, we are afraid of being touched or we don't want to talk about touch. That's where it begins. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I don't, they kind of leapfrog over the intimacy and mm-hmm. they just want to get right into, um, you know, the merging. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it begins with the mind. It begins with two healthy individuals coming together mm-hmm. to express something that is quite sacred, mm-hmm. um, given to us by the divine to, um, express and to evolve ourselves as human beings Hmm. and Chinese medicine Chinese physicians um, if someone came to them with a pathology they would actually give them sexual uh, positions to uh, explore in order to heal Hmm. that particular pathology And Marvin Gaye, as we know, he sang a song about sexual, sexual healing. healing. Yes, he did. I, he was right on it, actually, <laughs> <laughs> because sexual sexuality is healing. Mm-hmm. And in 2006, I did a workshop here where 30 people attended at mm. Windward Passage on sacredness of sex. Mm. And I remember um, men in particular, they would read the flyer and they would read it as scared sex. As opposed to sacred. Right. And I would say to them, (laughs) I would say to them, I would say, read it again, read Read the flyer again. And they would say, yeah, 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 I see it, scared sex. Because they couldn't fathom that Mm. there was anything sacred Mm. about this precious, amazing union. And so that workshop was a two-day workshop with 30 people, and it was just... It was mind mind blowing hmm. for many. But you also just hit it on the nose. Sometimes the difference between men and women is is the mental. Yeah. You know yeah. Uh, that it again it surely is on both sides. But but typically it seems like women more need the mental yeah. connection. The um, intimacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Need the intimacy. I like the word sacred. That's uh, that's a that's nice really put interesting because um, I mean you talked about religious dogma and the ways in which sex is presented and talked about, and yet you use the word sacred. Right. Right. So then, so you both talked about dogma and yet sacredness. Uh, mm-hmm. So then, what in fact is sexual vitality and why does it in fact matter for and, and for our conversation today we will particularly focus right. on adults but it certainly evolves over our lifespan mm-hmm. but what in fact is it okay i i do want to kind of piggyback on you for a moment mm-hmm. with this uh why i use the word sacred mm-hmm. why i use the word religious dogma and then i say sacred okay because religion and spirituality are not necessarily the same thing mm-hmm. and perhaps yeah. that could be another show that's a big one right, sure. right so yes. when i say so sacred noted. i'm more referencing a spiritual concept mm. a spiritual understanding okay that this is actually a divine energy a creative life force energy mm-hmm. so when we look at vitality mm-hmm. 
It is exactly that, understanding what the Hindu people refer to as the kundalini energy, mm. that this life force energy is actually a healing energy. Mm. Um, and that vitality, I have, I have m- women coming in my practice as an acupuncture physician, like, um, you know, you were just saying that, you know, for men, for women, it's more mental. I have women coming because... They're in situations where, yes, they're in relationships or marriages, and they're not satisfied or fulfilled because they're not getting that intimacy. Uh-huh. They're not getting that touch. Right. And men are actually more gravitating towards the sexual aspect of sex and kind of not so interested in the touch or the intimacy. intimacy. Mm-hmm. And the vitality is in bringing those two together, teaching men how to be more intimate, teaching uh, women how to understand, both of them actually, that sexual energy does not begin with the sexual organs. Mm. <laughs> you know, that energy is pervasive, mm-hmm. and, it, it, and it permeates throughout the whole of the body. It's a totality. It's a total energy. And that's when I talk to women. I have women coming to me um, from the lack of the fulfillment of sexual expression. And what I'm seeing is the drying out of the Mm. yin energy. They're having problems with their knees. They're having low back problems. Mm. And that's because the yin, which is the feminine aspect, is actually drying out. Wow. The the fluidity, the, the moisture in the body. Hmm. And then wow. I have the men coming mm-hmm. um, with a- aspects of intimate, uh, in- uh, impotency mm-hmm. and premature ejaculations because of too much sex. So we have ah. women not getting enough, hmm. and then we have the men actually doing it too much, and they're losing that life. Well, I don't know if I've ever used that term in my life. That's so interesting, too, right? Too much. Right, what yeah. you just described, because yeah. so often... Um, the sense of that the expression of one's sexuality and sexual needs and the way that men and women experience it is is so different different. and that for men the more sex that they have is an indication of how (laughs) male they are right i was just talking about sort of international men's day right Mm -hmm. and all of what that means so what is gender equality like what does that mean right Mm -hmm. and what does that even mean relative to our sexual lives and yeah. sexual vitality. Yeah. Um, and so that's interesting, the, the, the literal, the opposites, yeah. right? Yeah, and when I first came here, I came back because I left for seven years to study this medicine, and then when I came back, I was actually doing for a year workshops with just men called Arousing the Tiger mm. because I was having a <laughs> lot of men coming in with sexual um Uh, pathologies problems Uh and what I was expressing to them is that they are actually the 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 too much sex because everything has to be in balance Mm. is depleting their energy their sexual energy is depleting their essence and it was just an amazing um, reception for the men showing up to do this healing and then I have the wives thanking me <laughs> for for that healing for oh, that those wisdom yeah. teachings because men are burning themselves out i don't know how deep you guys want to go in the show so, but well, we're gonna we're gonna go where it takes us but but you keep mentioning pathology uh-huh. versus you know maybe spirituality just mm-hmm. for our listening audience right. when you're referring to the pathological right. aspect of this what do you what do you really when say? i refer to the pathological aspect i'm talking about um 
impotency, uh-huh. okay. premature ejaculation. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I say impotency, I'm talking about failure to have an erection or the erection is there, but it doesn't last. Mm-hmm. And that comes from um, the over abuse of that sexual energy. Because every time a man has sex, he's not supposed to ejaculate. And men do not know this. Well, and I women know, do not yeah, know I know this. somebody mm. listening on and she's like, wait a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Like, yeah. what did you just say? Mm. Okay, you have this doctor on the yeah. show here. And she just said yeah. that every time you have sex, you're not supposed to eject. But it's like, but isn't, you know, so, so then what's the point, right? What's the point of the sexual journey? So maybe that's a part of right. the conversation yeah. that might be important Because there's also... Yeah, this is fun because there's also two very different aspects. When you first meet somebody and chemistry's obvious, mm-hmm. your mind isn't thinking about any of this because it just works, you know. Yeah. But as time goes on mm-hmm. and and that sustaining ability, exactly, um, it's, I'm, I'm hearing things I didn't expect to hear, to be honest right. with you, because well, I'm in a very like long-term I'm, relationship Like myself. I'm saying, I've studied this for years, and <coughs> what mm-hmm. happens, this is about, this is also Taoism. This is, I studied it for years and <laughs> to enter into Chinese medicine school and hear the doctors teach this. I was like, whoa, this is true. Hmm. So what's happening is we have to understand, first of all, there's a difference between ejaculation and orgasm. Mm-hmm. And 97% of men are non-orgasmic. They're not having orgasms. They're ejaculating. There's a very big difference. And because they're ejaculating, they are spilling their life force essence, their energy. Okay, so someone in the listening audience going, okay, wait a minute. What she just says, I don't, I don't get that. Because yeah. that don't make no sense to me. <laughs> that, that's the only thing I understand. That that's the point of the journey, right? right. Get me all aroused. And so I know the peaks and the valleys. And I remember sort of in grad school, right? The, the arousal part, right? And all the blood rushing and then the, all of that. And so isn't the point of the sexual vitality and the, the act of sexual experience, sexual pleasure leading to the outcome of an orgasm? But they're not having an orgasm. That's the point that I'm making. Mm-hmm. So what do they have? They're having ejaculation, which is very different. Mm. How, so do you, how do you like separate those two? You separate them by practicing what is called Taoist sex hmm. and understanding like Tai Chi, Qigong, mm-hmm. um, understanding how these men are harnessing this energy mm. within their bodies and turning it into vitality. Okay, and that they're able to, in their 80s, their 70s and 80s, still be able to have very um, fulfilling hmm. sexual relationships with their partners. Because if you if you notice, when men ejaculate, they're exhausted afterwards. That's in, well. <laughs> okay, most men. Yeah, I got to tread lightly. Depending how you get there. But <laughs> well, <laughs> most men and... Yeah, most men. Well, you yeah, got one in the room here anyway. That's so. why they call them the, what, five-second five man? Or two, I mean, there are jokes yeah, about yeah. it. Oh, sure, There's sure, plenty sure. of jokes. And there are jokes about that the because that, yes. it's serious. Right. And the thing is, for a woman to have an orgasm, it does not deplete her. Mm. And a woman can have she multiple Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we talk about sexual vitality and all honesty, and I have, you know, this is my research, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. The woman is actually what I refer to as sexually constipated because she is not able to really experience the fullness of what her potential is, her uh-huh. sexual potential. 
hmm. because her partner is finished after you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I have to ask around the, the process around. Um, well, two things, sort of the spectrum. So the understanding of both how children develop, you know, the natural development of children, mm-hmm. the exploration of the body, just the growth, right. the physical growth, the brain development, mm-hmm. the exploration that comes, little children, right. all of those things, the natural wonder of the discovery right. of the parts of, of the self mm-hmm. and the ways in which um, um, childhood um, pre-adolescent years, all of these things mm-hmm. when the body is, is shifting and raging and hormones and all right. of that. How does that early um, development mm-hmm. and what the body is naturally doing right. um, impact and influence what you're describing? Because there's yeah. a level of both intellectual and spiritual mm-hmm. maturity of what you are talking about right. that's required that our early development around yeah. sex and sexual practices is not present. Yeah. That's an excellent question, and that, that question is one that I actually share and teach the men because I say to them in terms of their development, mm-hmm. when you are self-pleasuring, I don't like to use the word masturbation because okay. of the negative connotations mm-hmm. on it, but I say if you can think about a time when you were maybe seven, eight, nine, and you're, you are self-pleasuring, mm-hmm. you're not at a place where you're ejaculating yet. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. They are experiencing orgasm. It's almost like when they begin to ejaculate, ah, that becomes the end all. That's the outcome. That's yes, desired. That's the outcome because that's what their program, nobody's teaching them anything else. Hmm. So, of course, men are supposed to ejaculate. And there are a time, there's a whole time, um, like according to your age, right. how many times you're supposed to do it according to your age. Mm-hmm. What? Okay? Yeah. There's rules to this? <laughs> There's a whole lifestyle. <laughs> are we <laughs> all just a little different? Though? When you, I mean, when you think that Chinese people are, they, they have more people on the planet than you. Clearly. Yeah, they know something. That's so interesting. Yeah. So the ejaculation really is for having children. For children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, you're supposed to ejaculate at if you're 20 and you're having sex every day, then yes, you can ejaculate three and four times. Mm. But according to your age, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then I was in my um, workshop in 2006 and there was a guy in there, I think it was like 66, 67. And I was saying, well, when you reach like 64, you're not supposed to even do it at all. And he was like, what? <laughs> I'm with that guy. Wait a minute here. But it's like I'm saying, it's a lifestyle. We're talking about sexual vitality. Vitality. This stuff is learned. Hmm. This stuff, just like a man learning how to be intimate and a woman learning how to be intimate, sex is a beautiful art. Mm -hmm. It is not something that we think, you know, and a a woman's body is very complex. It is not something that we think we can just dive into. So it's your mind. Yeah, that we can just dive into, and that's why there are so many unsatisfied people, unfulfilled people. Mm -hmm. It is an art. It needs to be respected as an art uh, form, and it is a beautiful exchange when you really know how to make that exchange. You see, but part of what you're saying, I think, is is also the key to... um, See, my word of vitality means... uh, over a period of time, and yours, I think, is different. But, and I have to be careful because, you know, obviously, I have a partner that's out there listening, going, "God, if he says something, <laughs> I'm going to." <laughs> but, 
But for me, a man who's been married over 30-something-something something years mm-hmm. and been with a woman pushing 40 years together, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it's long been a time since it's just physical. It, it had to be yes, a connection of, of mental for me mm-hmm. uh, and cherishing every one of those yeah. moments. Yeah. And to me, it was almost like a conditioning process. I mean, mm-hmm. just really telling myself over and over that, man, you know, dude, you're, you're on the top of the world. This is the best thing you can, you can do and, right. and have in your life and all that stuff. And so that's helped, I think, me. Mm-hmm. But um, interesting because you've put questions on areas where yeah. I have yeah. thought... Because uh, I think a, a guy who also cares about his, his lover um, is thinking more about them than himself because I think I get to that point easier. So, you know, let me focus on, on somebody else. But um, I always thought, you know, frequency would help longevity potentially. In terms of ejaculation? Yeah, or sustainability, and and you're telling me kind of the opposite. opposite. It is just the opposite. It's just the opposite. There's actually an epidemic. That's so interesting. It's just the opposite, but it makes sense. It does make sense. Because if you think about it, if you are constantly releasing life force energy and it's not going, then of course you're going to get depleted. But I what mean, a way to go. I mean, well, uh, you if, know. if that's how you choose. But <laughs> we're talking about sexual vitality and health yes, yes. and wellness. Well, well um, no, that's why it's fun having a male in the womb and, and just so, trying to balance it. So, so what's interesting to me is you explore and talk about this is that there are all these layers of it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so, so there is a natural process of what happens to bodies when they age, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've all been going through this journey of recovery. <laughs> from or Maria. Mm-hmm. So the stress, the eating of food, the rebuilding processes, all of the sort of the life realities that impact our abilities to be well and then the natural kind of aging process mm-hmm. that that comes and then there are chronic health issues right. that many individuals experience as we um, get older. And mm-hmm. so so I'm wondering if you could talk about the ways in which life <laughs> Life. Living, uh, you know, that perhaps you can have the intention to perhaps want to practice and to be at that place of experiencing more enhanced sexual vitality. Right. Yet there are all these other realities yeah. that are, that kind of kind of pull yeah. you down and don't sort of lift yeah. you up in They're this higher factors. place. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. so, so talk about that because yeah. you're seeing the wide spectrum well, of individuals. Yeah. Well, the sexual vitality for me and and how I work with my patients, like I said, is not just about sex. It's the mind, is intimacy, is what you your nutrition. Mm. Um, and what I'm seeing here on this island, in particularly, is that most people are malnourished. You know, they're saying they're vegan, they're saying they're vegetarian, but they're not eating any vegetables. <laughs> they're not eating meat, but they're not eating vegetables. They're eating a lot of starch. Uh, we got a big epidemic of diabetes here. Right. Um, starch turns into sugar. Mm-hmm. I can look at your tongue and tell whether or not you're eating vegetables. I can look at a person's tongue as a as a Chinese medicine diagnostic tool and, and see what you're eating. Mm-hmm. See your stress levels, see everything by looking at your tongue. Mm-hmm. So I 
And my patients are always shocked. Like, how do you know I had cheese? Or how do you know I did? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling your pulses. Your pulses are telling me. I am not sticking you. my tongue out at you. <laughs> nope. So, you know, yeah, the stressors, you know, from the, you know, the, uh, the hurricanes that, you know, pretty much devastated yeah. uh, the island and, and the people are still dealing with the post-traumatic stress disorder. So all of that goes into healthy sexual expressions because once again, like I said when I first started, mm-hmm. we have to broaden our understanding mm. of what sex is. Right. You know, when I sit and meditate under the moon, that's a sexual experience. Mm. It's an interchange. Mm-hmm. You know, um, hugging trees, having a conversation. This is actually a sexual exchange that we're having right now. And when I talk about the religious dogma, we've been taught one way only. Mm. And it's such a more eclectic, expansive, beautiful understanding of what this divine, sacred, magical um, modality is that we've been gifted with. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to really uncover mm. the dynamism passion mm-hmm. um, and I see a lot of passion is me- I I have people coming to my healing temple telling me they don't even want to have sex anymore these are young people and I'm like when I say young I'm talking about 30s 40s 50s and I'm like what do you mean because we should be able to have sex until we're no longer here sex and age should not matter mm-hmm. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. if you're healthy mm-hmm. you should be if my teacher is 80 something years old like I said man tech chia he's still very sexual mm-hmm. so when people coming in and saying that they don't want to have sex is because of the level of frustration the lack of satisfaction the lack of fulfillment and mm-hmm. they just don't want to even be bothered and, and, you gotta, and that's you, not you, healthy you can understand that with that context for sure but I think also as you age I mean the every aspect of sexuality starts to change and and cuddling and just other things become as important and sacred because you've got to appreciate what you have I think part of what you also touched on about health though and you even said it actually in your opening uh, statements about knee pain and back pain and all these other things obviously that's going to affect somebody's willingness to Mm -hmm. to to move around and 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 be intimate in some cases so mm-hmm. it all ties back in obviously. yeah but see my medicine is preventative mm. chinese physicians believe that the best physician was the one that prevented diseases before they occurred Amen. Mm-hmm. so we don't wait for you to have knee pain and back pain mm. it's a whole lifestyle you're supposed to be dealing with your health here and now Right, right. So you won't have knee surgery, hip surgery, back surgery, you know. Right. Um, so, like I said, so I as we touch get with that, how, how do you do that? How do you recommend that then? Because it sounds like a wonderful plan, and who yeah. isn't listening going, wow, I hope that's I, how I, I recommend age. it through uh, nutrition, mm-hmm. yoga, tai chi, qigong, mm-hmm. eating properly, mm-hmm. having fulfilling sexual relationships. Uh, intimacy with your friends, your family, uh, mm. is so many ways, right. laughter, dancing. Right. Um, there's so many ways that mm. we can stay healthy. Right. You know, taking walks, being present in the moment. And when I say present in the moment, I mean when you're in the shower, don't think about the business meeting that you are trying to rush to. Be present. Feel that water on your body. Right. Smell the soap that you're using. Be present to that eternal moment because 
That's all you have. That's really. all that we have. Yeah, that's all you have. I, I, I'm aware that there are many in the listening audience who perhaps sometimes are retirees, mm-hmm. um, individuals who um, have had experiences in their lives where violence and abuse mm-hmm. or trauma levels of sexual exploitation or manipulation yeah. and mm-hmm. all of those things sure. and um, and all of oh, this collectively yeah. cumulatively Absolutely. has a devastating impact over time yeah. on the vitality broadly and on the sexual vitality mm-hmm. in particular yeah. of individuals and I know there are individuals listening out there because it's the reality of, yes. of many's life's journey That's and right. so I wonder if you could comment particularly on um, on that reality for many, that that's part in terms of, of the trauma. Yes. Sexual trauma. Yes. Uh, um, for, let's see, I went to London. I, for most of my work in Europe, because I'm a British resident, and I've done a lot of training in Japan and uh, Thailand and throughout the United Kingdom and Belgium and Amsterdam, has been on sexual abuse trauma. Mm. And um, what I have taught psychologists, physicians, trainers, and survivors themselves is to utilize my holistic um, methods that are very cathartic mm. because catharsis is necessary for healing. Yes. And I say that to my colleagues who are psychologists all the time. Talk therapy is not enough because there are wounds that are in places where words cannot reach. Amen. We need catharsis. Mm-hmm. So when a person is dealing with where there's war trauma, where there's sexual abuse trauma, they need to be in a safe environment where they can tap into that wounding mm. and release it. Mm-hmm. And catharsis is the only way, whether it's primal therapy and you're screaming or you're dancing or you're drumming or whatever you're doing. I just had a full moon ceremony mm-hmm. for the listening audience at um, Brewers mm-hmm. last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, we lost a brother in the community. And um, it was a very healing, cathartic ceremony mm. where people came and they cried and we you know it was about releasing it yes so if people are dealing with traumatic injuries mm-hmm. what i would say to them as a psychologist and as an acupuncture physician is that they have to show up for their healing <sighs> they have to show up and people they no have one to can show do it up. For no you. one can do, do it, it for you i can want your i can't want your healing for you more than you want it for yourself. That's like Dale, remember? Yeah, that, you can't yeah. be an Uber driver in your, in in your, your own life. In your own life. You've got to show up for your healing. You've got to show up. Yes. So you seek Do out support. Mm-hmm. Seek out therapies. Seek right. out workshops. Seek out, you know. And it all works differently for all of us. So you have to find what works for you. you got to find what works, but you got to yeah. be looking. You yeah. have to be looking. Some people right. are not even looking. And receptive to it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because it's painful. Let's face it. It is painful. You, you don't find that part, uh, that pain in your I life without it being easy. Why? It's yeah. painful, but the thing is, um, but why carry it not with doing you to it, death, right? Yeah, right. Not doing it um, is comfortable. You're in a comfort zone, but we don't grow at that in that zone. No. It's so so it's true. Just push down. It's there. it's there. Still. It's so true. I mean, the mantra after so many shows and and talks and conversations I've had with people is that what is held inside must come out. Those yeah. things that get trapped, and yeah. so. Um, preferably with your intention, your permission to go there. But if not, there's so many in the community and so many of our um, developing uh, young adults and all who are carrying Mm -hmm. so much earlier on. And so I hope that you 
heard yes. what uh, Dr. Namaya said around that in particular, the power of catharsis mm-hmm. and what it means to release. In mm-hmm. times you can't um, talk it, you have to do it yeah. physically yeah. and otherwise. Um, I'm wondering, are there um, foods, herbs, supplements, things that uh, both in terms of your own um, Chinese herbal training and other um, related types of mm-hmm. modalities that would be helpful for individuals who are like, hmm, she said something today and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. kind of, she's got me thinking about things here. Right. And so what yeah. might be helpful in, in, by way of herb supplementation? Well, herbs are helpful, um, but more so for me is acupuncture, mm-hmm. cranial sacral therapy, because cranial sacral therapy really releases the trauma in the cranium, in the brain, mm. because trauma can go so deep, it leaves an imprint, mm. and I call that cellular scarring. Mm. That's how I refer to that, mm. that the cells, it's so deep that the cells have been scarred. So there are, moda- there are, there are um, protocols and acupuncture that we address that directly, hmm. which was what was so exciting for me, mm-hmm. having been a psychologist out in the world doing work around sexual abuse trauma and then being given the medical tools to address it directly. Wow. So the um, <clears throat> chakra readings, mm-hmm. uh, cranial sacral therapy, massage, um, meditation, mm-hmm. yoga, these are all the kinds of spiritual modalities that will address trauma. Mm. You know, meditation. P- Jesus meditated for 40 days and 40 nights. That's right. That's a deep meditation. Mm-hmm. Okay? How often are we taught that in churches? To meditate. Wow. So, meditation is a big one. I mean, I love the way you open th- your program by giving people that moment of breathing mm-hmm. and silence. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's also healing. Yes. So, there are a number of herbs. I mean, they're all in... How I've learned them, they're all in Mandarin. So for, for me to start saying, so for, so for me to start saying Gwebi Tong and Down South, and you know, it's not going to make. We're going to run right out and get that. Right, it's not going to, and you can't really go out and get yeah, it either. Right, right. So right. it's not going to make sense to anyone. But like I say, I have, you know, my patients. People are just really coming through the doors mm, because beautiful. they're searching, mm. they're longing. They want to be healed. Well, they don't want to be medicated. They don't want a Band-Aid. Hmm. Well, you know. they, well, the ones who find you may not, but the simple-minded <laughs> uh, you know, consumer does. Why there's so many gosh darn products out there, you know, take this, take that, you, you know. Even they are getting uh, tired of that. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Well, sure. they're, they're, they're really getting tired of it because they're seeing the adverse side effects of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's sad for me when I have a patient coming in after they've already put um, metal in the knee or metal in the spine. I mean, you can't compete with metal. <laughs> it's like, what do you do with metal? You, you know, yeah. they're in pain mm. still. Yeah. And it's like, you know. But I'm talking about some enhancement medicines and things like that. It, it, back to our subject at hand here. Yeah, you but know. those enhancement medicines um, are, people, men are having um, heart attacks. Because of those enhancement yeah. medicines. Yeah, because bet. they're dangerous mm-hmm. and they're not healthy. So what I have done with the we men... invented by accident, too. It wasn't even meant to well, be for that. It was something else, I right. think. So I have yeah. given the men that have been on my workshops, Arousing the Tigers, physical exercises to do to enhance their sexual vitality. Physical exercises. 
Well, let's hear more about you and how people can get in touch with you as we begin to wind down this subject that we could have done We're chapter one through <laughs> twenty at <in laughs> least. Yeah, this uh, is, and this we is we touched number one. It, it, it is, and and but. But important, you know, so, it's so, so and so important, important. And, yeah. and it means different things to different people. So, you know, that's something we've also learned in our journey here with our show that it's going to affect different people differently. But um, yeah. how, does, how does somebody find you, though? Right. Let's let's find the... the mm-hmm. Okay, my, my number is um, 344-3165. 344-3165. My name is Namanya. And that comes from living with the Maasai people at 25. It means the blessed one. Um, and my healing temple, the C- Center for Sacred Dialogue, mm-hmm. is right across the street from Charlotte Amali High School. I'm sure the listening audience has seen this place <laughs> because nothing looks like it around there. It's a beautiful white Spanish architectural design house with beautiful plants and now there's a water fountain out there Mm. prayer flag yin yang symbol on the walkway so yeah it's at the top of second avenue at the corner but right across the street from Charlotte. Well, how would one make an appointment? Do you let people walk call, in on you? They I need mean, to call me. No, yeah. I'm booked. They can't. Yeah, they can walk in and get some information, yeah. but I can't see anyone. I have to say I've had the pleasure of going in and uh, having a opportunity to explore deeper um, uh, with the doctor, and it's a beautiful, beautiful space, very uh, sacred, very healing, very calming, and so um, for those of you who are, who are opening up that, that part of who you are and want to explore more, I highly encourage you to uh, to reach out and to, to make an appointment. Um, as we begin to, to, to wrap up, and I think probably in 2020, we certainly need to continue the, the conversation, what do you think might be helpful even for individuals listening who are parents i mean it's that's a whole nother show but even some just general kind of guidance in the ways in which we talk about even language that we use mm-hmm. um and, and, and you know people even sort of the names that we call body parts and yeah. all of that it's like we don't sort yeah. of empower you know even it's, our children so so what would be some just your thoughts well, both to parents that's, and that's really important and it's true that's why i don't use the word masturbation i use self-pleasuring because uh-huh. even the language is giving negative um, mm-hmm. negative connotations mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's making kids f- afraid it's making it's, it's not being the, the whole sexual energy is not being handled in a respectful manner mm. so I teach y- young people um, the word the sacred word for vagina is yoni Mm-hmm. And the sacred word for penis is lingam. Mm-hmm. And when you are exchanging those kinds of uh, vocabularies, it shifts something. It mm-hmm. shifts the energy. Mm-hmm. Or vagina or penis. Or, you know, because there's so many. Just for fun, I had a list of teenagers <laughs> write down all the words <laughs> oh that God. they have heard about <laughs> vagina. Yeah, and yeah. you should. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. We would want it. We had we After had, that, we had a, a comedy body. show, and, and we had a comedian that asked the audience, and some guy proudly jumped up and said, "Battlestar Galactica," oh you know. God. So yeah, I mean, there's Tunani, no, there's no Punani, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Granddaddy, Papa. I'm like <laughs> with those kinds of, you know, and it's like I said, this is a serious subject matter yeah. because we want our mm. children. We want them informed. We want them to be able to make um, mm. uh, healthy decisions about yes. their bodies mm-hmm. and who they connect with. Right. Um, because that energy is lasting. 
Mm. That's a lasting energy. Mm -hmm. And so I would begin with really talking about respecting and not dealing with peer pressure. You know, when you are ready, Mm -hmm. when you are, because it's it's an enormous responsibility, this sexual act. Right. So teaching our youth that don't give in to peer pressure and just do it because everybody else is doing but it. But treat it with respect, treat yeah. it sacredly, and then you will be treated that way, hopefully. But they have to understand you know? that because the parents don't understand that. Yeah, understand. So it's like, you know, with the guy saying sac- uh, scared instead of sacred, right. it's like you got to wrap your head around this stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the listening audience today, I appreciate you being out there, but I know for many of you, right. this, this is like, whoa, it's like, this is like big you know, time whoa. So, so yeah. given that for many, that there probably was a whoa, what might be something that could be a step forward um, from this uh, conversation that we've had today to continue to to open that door of deeper exploration, right. even right. if they may not be ready to come and maybe maybe right. make an appointment. But what might be helpful in terms yeah. of the next maybe step? Maybe some conversations, well, right? Yeah, I, I have a other. workshop scheduled for the 14th and 15th of December okay. called Exploring the Mystery and the Majesty of the Female Orgasm. Wow. Uh, beautiful workshop. I've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. That's on the 14th and 15th of December, mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Once again, my number is 344-3165. I would ask people to begin to communicate with your partner. Mm. Communicate with one another. Tell the truth. Mm. Because if you're pretending and not really speaking your truth, nobody's going to ever grow. Right. No one's going to ever learn. Mm. I would say to the men, slow down. And I tell them this all the time, and you know, privately, individually, in the workshops. Where are you going? Mm. There's no place to go. <laughs> slow down. Slow down. You yeah. know, because embrace the totality mm. of this moment. Wow. Um, because if you're not, you're, you may think you're gaining, but you're actually losing out. And time is going to tell you that you're lo- you've lost out. Wow. So slow down. Slow down. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful place to uh, to end, even with the holidays yeah. approaching. Just generally, right? Slow, slow, da- slow down. <laughs> slow down. I know. I was feeling. I've been feeling that, and so I was very, very mindful, even of uh, this morning, of stopping to breathe because I could feel mm-hmm. that pull from that sort of sense of overwhelmness yeah. in the moment and uh, I realized the power of the breath was my gift back to myself. Yeah. And you and I have been preaching that for <laughs> long about just taking time for yourself mm. but the doctor made it also very obvious that even a shower even yes. even those moments that don't seem All much but uh, yes, uh, I, I hear a, a distant uh, sound. Yes, Brother so. Bob is winding us down. Listen, thank hey, you folks. all so, so yeah. much. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, blessings of the season, and thank happy you for holidays. journeying with us. And um, we'll see you live in six weeks. Miss us, and yes. we'll come back and, we'll come, and back again. we'll come back strong. Be more vital. Be healthy. Be well. Love much each love other. And blessings. Take care. Bye bye. Rise up this morning.